G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. A little focus today on changing your mind or rethinking positions that you might have held previously. Of course, it can go one way or the other. Let's get our head around the idea of changing positions and having a rethink. Let's welcome Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, you've been reflecting on this of recent times, uh, having a rethink, uh, changing the position. Uh, does a leopard change its spots? I guess there's plenty of examples that people do change the way that they think. Yeah, oh, well, uh, I mean, there's a lot of examples of, say, well, religious, uh, I suppose, a conversion, every Christian conversion in a sense, I guess you could say, is a, a rethink because, well, the word for repentance in Greek, metanoeo, change of mind. So in that sense, I guess every time somebody agrees with God and realizes they're a sinner uh, in need of salvation, that's certainly a rethink. But yeah, and the, the piece I just did, it was more some of the, oh, well, political uh, rethink, uh, certainly. You know, somebody who might have been a radical Marxist, for example, who starts thinking about more carefully and realizes, hmm, maybe Marxism isn't such a good idea. So, yeah, there are various cases of these kind of things happening. I know you reflect, Bill, on having thoughts, perhaps as a young man, that you don't hold to any more. And I guess we would all be like that. We could say, well, I used to think this way, now I think this way. And perhaps there might not be a guarantee that we'll always think the same way that we do. But uh, when you get a hold of something that's worth holding on to very tightly, I guess uh, you do want to hold tight. And I guess we're talking about truth And uh, when we talk about the Bible, we talk about scriptures, about God and his ways. Those things are worthy of holding on to. Sure, absolutely. We're not talking about just kind of, well, going with every wind of doctrine, as Paul puts it. Uh, Not just going with the latest fad or trend or intellectual uh, thing that's happening, but to, you know... Look at the evidence, look at uh, the data, and sometimes admit, gee, I, I might have been wrong here. Maybe I need to uh, reassess all this and have a rethink. So, yeah, in my case, I had a uh, well political change, among other things, a very radical lefty in my in my youth, uh, pushing all the wrong things, I think, and obviously now I've moved over to a more... Uh, politically conservative point of view, but for the for me that also did tie in with a, a religious conversion. So becoming a biblical Christian helped me to reassess everything, the way I looked at politics and social issues. So I think any person uh, should be open to reflect. Uh, who was it, Socrates, who said the unexamined life is not worth living? So while we hold on, as you say, to the various uh, basics and truth doesn't change sometimes our perception of the truth can and does change so keeping an open mind where it's important to do so i think is a, is an important thing to do 
Interesting, as we reflect on how we used to think, some people might argue that, well, just as you get older, you become more mature, your mm-hmm. uh, your own understanding increases, and therefore you change. This whole uh, extra dimension of a religious conversion, a Christian mm-hmm. conversion, coming to Christ, uh, this is this is an interesting thing because it, it often causes a, a dramatic change in a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it certainly does, and it certainly should. Now, mind you, there are cases of uh, people who at least claim to have come to Christ, but they don't really seem to change much of anything. The behavior kind of stays the same. Their thinking patterns tend to stay the same. I've written often about this as well. They may have come to Christ, put up their hand at a meeting, and so on, but when it comes to their way of looking at things, their worldview is pretty much the same as it's always been. You know, they think in terms of, well, what the secular humanists might think of. They may follow just whatever the secular media is telling them. They haven't really allowed their minds to be transformed, uh, as Paul tells us to do in Romans. So, um, in theory, if you come to Christ, everything is up for grabs, and certainly the way you look at life, the way you think about things. So, again, that's where we should be open to having a rethink. You quote a number of stories in your article and uh, reflect on the famous atheist, Anthony mm-hmm. Flew, who on his deathbed changed his mind uh, in that sense of, uh, of of certainly being able to let his followers know that he'd gone the wrong way. Is mm-hmm. this a sort of thing that ought to be happening more and more as people come to recognize truth? Yeah, well, certainly, again, the idea of being open to the evidence. Uh, Anthony Flew often talked about Well, another thing I think Socrates said about following the evidence wherever it may lead. So here he was, a lifelong hardcore atheist, really one of the world's leading atheists. And then a few years before his death, he he did. He looked at the evidence, things like intelligent design, the things we learn about design in the world as we learn more even about genetics and so on. Uh, he just said, wow, I, I, I had a rethink. I couldn't keep holding to my atheistic presuppositions, given that all the evidence was pointing in the other direction. So he was one honest atheist who changed his mind, and hopefully uh, many others will do so as well. You also tell the story of one particular person who was quite uh, highly promoting Islam, and they've come to a new idea. They've rethought their position. Yeah, quite right. I give a bit of space to this fellow, a leading uh, Christian uh, American figure who, for a long time, by his own admission, was a bit of an apologist for Islam, making excuses for Islam, trying to find the best in Islam, and then he just recently came out with an article saying, I've got to apologize. I've got to apologize to all those people I criticized in the past, and you know, said, you're being Islamophobic and all this stuff. And he said, well, I finally started actually doing a bit of study myself on Islam, reading the basic sources, the Quran, the Hadith. And he's come to see that, wow, there's no getting away from it. Islam really is a political ideology that's got blood on its hands. It is directly responsible for the very things we see happening now with IS and so on. So he's issued a formal public apology. I'm sorry. I got it wrong on Islam, and now I'm much more circumspect on this issue, much more aware. This is a dangerous ideology, and we got to stop making excuses for it. So I thought that was a good 
good case of somebody looking at the evidence, having a rethink and coming to a different conclusion. And that identity is Mike Dobbins. Bill, if we were honest with ourselves and we are actually confronted with truth that changes Mm. the opinion that we have, Mm. I I guess there needs to be some level of humility to be Mm. able to admit we're wrong and then Mm -hmm. change to being right uh, or or to a new position which we think is right. Uh, Your thoughts on, on actually being humble enough to make that change? Yeah, well, that's probably the key. In other words, it's not so much an intellectual issue or one of the mind, but it's one of the heart. Are we humble enough to admit that, hey, sometimes I can get it wrong. Maybe I've had it uh, amiss for quite some time. Are we willing to humble ourselves, confess that we got it wrong, and make a change of course? Or is pride going to stay in the way where we're just going to cling on to our beliefs, regardless of how much it's looking like it's a it's a bad or unbiblical belief. So yeah, that's a, a big part of the whole process, not just engaging your mind, but being humble enough to uh, say, sometimes I can get it wrong. Well, Bill, I'll point people to your website. Just simply Google Bill Muhlenberg or Culture Watch and you'll be able to read the latest articles that Bill has posted there. The one we're talking about today is called On Having a Rethink. Bill Muhlenberg, good talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Many thanks. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.